0: engineer april get to your post hey jess hey
1: are you ready for the kickoff i sure am hope you're not sick off uh-huh sadie hawkins pod and all the stuff we talk about because then you want to throw our marriage away
0: whoa (laughs) this went dark fast
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm
0: pressing on pressing on all my distress is going, going Press it on, it on, on. So Dan, before we kick off, mm-hmm. there's something that I want to address that we sort of talked about, but also kind of breezed over last week. Oh no. I want to talk about Endgame. <laughs> so. Because
1: <laughs> we talked about time travel and Endgame. Yes,
0: but I also feel like we just like really like breezed really quickly through
1: it? I say we forget about it and just press on.
0: I'm let, not ready. Let
1: that end game stuff just fall out the back <laughs> of your mind. Let's just go forward. <laughs> the Anatomy of Tongue and Cheek released August 28, 2001. <laughs> so today we are talking about kickoff and pressing on. We are pulling some shenanigans today because this is a song by song podcast, but in starting the podcast, we decided, okay, we'll do the first songs from all the albums. So right off the bat, at the beginning of the podcast, we get a nice sampling of the entire career from the beginning, and that'll set a nice baseline for how we're going to discuss each album and each period of the band. But then right away, we realized <laughs> there's little problems. Like, Are we really going to do an entire episode about kickoff for our second album, for our second podcast, and are we really going to do Plead the Fifth for our fifth uh episode. So no, we're going to combine those little interlude opening songs. And it's something that we'll probably do in the future as well. Like Anchorage is going yeah. to be added into Balloon Ride. Is it Balloon Ride?
0: No, it's gonna be added into
1: Seventeen Magazine or Staples.
0: Staples. It's it's like it's basically like the outro to Staples. Right. That's it. Because so- Wake Up Call has Benediction, which Benediction is kind of the outro to Wake Up Call, but the thing is, is it goes on for like over a minute. Right. So I, I don't really know where we'll classify that when we get to it.
1: Right. But I'll tell you one thing. We are definitely doing an entire episode to Breakfast at Timpanis. <laughs> <laughs> that is Because I have a story where I talked to Matt Hoops about that song. No, I didn't talk to him. My friend Johnny did. Okay. We'll probably... We'll try to get Johnny on oh, the podcast for Breakfast at Timpanis. Anyway... I'm excited. I came home excited, ready to talk about this song. Basically, what I found out in researching this song is that this is a much bigger song for the band in general than Hello McFly. So that I found a lot more about this song. A lot more happened with it, like officially and unofficially with covers and things. Um,
0: You're so excited. I'm very excited. And I have
1: actual thoughts. One thing we didn't...
0: (laughs) You have actual thoughts? I have actual thoughts for
1: the first time in my life. So one thing I should also mention is this is the first episode where, you know, it's only the second episode, but it's the first episode since we announced on our Twitter that the show is going to be coming out soon. Because basically we want to make sure we could record a first episode successfully before we let the world know that we're working on it. Yes. So I went on Twitter... Let everyone know, hey, Sadie Hawkins pod exists and keep your eyes out, right? So something else I didn't mention at any point in this podcast yet is that I run an MXPX memes account. I run MXPX memes at Twitter and Instagram, and so I announced it through that because that kind of had more of, that has, a, I have a, like a thousand or so followers on there. So some people got really excited. There's a podcast out there called Magnified Pod, and they talk about MXPX album by album. They actually finished, they wrapped up, they talked about everything at this point. They're mm-hmm. going to do a second season about Five Iron Frenzy. Awesome. But they were excited to hear about that. They were letting me know, like, we are so in for this. And I told them, we have to have them on for Five Iron Frenzy is either dead or dying. And um, one thing I realized is that they were like really excited. They were talking about Hello McFly first because they're like, oh, we're such a big, um," I think it was probably Andrew from that podcast because he's usually the one using their official website, their official Twitter. And he's like, oh, I'm excited you guys are gonna be talking about Back to the Future. And I'm like, oh, we didn't really talk about Back to the Future that much.
0: (laughs) Oh no, yeah, no, I feel like- We talked
1: about Endgame more and in this episode (laughs) we talked about it yet again.
0: Maybe in the future, we'll revisit Hello, McFly.
1: Maybe we Part will. two. We could. We should. And we're just getting our bearings. But mostly, I say we can't go back to the past. We just have to press on into episode two. <laughs>
0: I'm pressing on. I'm
1: pressing on. And that's my first note about this song. I had never thought about them. Because you know you listen to one album, you listen to the next album, you listen to the next album, particularly for me, where I had discovered Reliant K when only the first album was out. Right. But to actually listen to the first song of the first two albums, and I'm hoping Mm -hmm. we'll find more stuff like this as we do each next first song from each album, is not only is this album, Anatomy of Tongue and Cheek, like, not only does it sound way better because the first album does sound a lot rougher than I remembered. Mm -hmm. It sounds a little bit more like it's not an amateur album, but it sounds more amateurish. It just has rougher edges. Like I talked about how everything, everything feels mixed low. Mm -hmm. Like you think that you can't mix everything low, but somehow it feels that way. This album is like flat out like just sounds great. Like it sounds like a real awesome pop rock, pop punk album. So not only has their sound matured like immediately between albums, but actually, like the theme of the song is a complete maturing between mm-hmm. the f- last first song, because "Hello, McFly" is all about I messed up. I'm so upset. I gotta go back. I gotta fix the past. I wish I could do it. I know I can't, but oh, I wish I could do it. I made God mad. I sinned. I did all this stuff. Everyone's mad at me. Yeah, yeah. But pressing on is like a more mature. It's the exact same theme. It's the
0: acceptance. But
1: it's the acceptance. Yeah. It's almost like this is I I never thought of it that way until I listened to these songs back to back.
0: That's so cool. It
1: is really cool.
0: (laughs) Way to go, Relying K.
1: Yeah. So, and this song is all about seeing that you've messed up and just accepting it, I have to pull up the lyrics now because we didn't do a lot of that in Helen McFly is actually like look at the lyrics. Mm -hmm. But before we do that, we're talking about kickoff. (laughs) Because I opened my notes and then I'm like, oh, kickoff. Wait, we got to talk about kickoff. So kickoff.
0: I went to uh, pull up the lyrics at the same time you did. And I just Googled kickoff lyrics. Uh-huh. The first thing that comes up is not Reliant K, it is Eminem,
1: okay. followed
0: by Darius Rucker, and then Eminem again, and then Reliant K.
1: I found a lot of songs about press and pressure and pressing and pressing on.
0: Mm.
1: And maybe that's something we'll revisit more in the future, but especially on Spotify. You, this is one thing to know about our our household. She uses Apple Music, I use Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. We used to try to share a Spotify. We tried to share an Apple Music, and we we're like, "I like Spotify. She likes Apple Music." That's I'm the a
0: Mac. He's a PC. <laughs> How will these two ever work?
1: I hope we will. <laughs> I hope it will work out. Here's the so the song's short enough that I feel like we can just read out the lyrics yep. and dissect them. Here's the kickoff. Hope you're not sick of Reliant K or all the songs we play cause then you'll want to throw our cd away. Now hold on, right off the bat, I have a question. I always thought it was here's the kickoff, hope you're not sick over line K and all the songs we play. That's what I've always heard in my mind. Same.
0: Exactly the same. The th- but it CD says or uh,
1: we got the cd booklet on the table and it says or.
0: I've ne- I don't I don't think I've ever paid attention to the throw your throw the cd away part. I Already got it wrong. It's a good
1: thing we didn't throw the cd away because that helped us settle this debate.
0: Yep. Because then you'll want to throw our CD away.
1: Yeah. This is, and this is not the first time that CD technology is directly referenced in a Reliant K
0: song. It certainly is not. Man, I cannot wait for the vinyl countdown. <laughs> I was actually singing. I like woke up singing the final countdown this morning, and I and Danny was like, "What are you singing?" Like he did not. It, it was not. I didn't
1: remember. I only heard that when it first came out. I don't know if it was. I never owned the actual. We don't own that actual seven inch. Mm-hmm. And when Birds and the B-Sides came out, I never have really listened to it from beginning to end. I <gasps> skipped around a lot. <gasps> I know you love Birds and the B-sides. I do love Birds But I B-s- had heard so many of those songs because one thing about us is that because I was a ground floor Relying K fan and they came through Boston so much, like that's one of the reasons why I, I have a lot to say about them is because they toured so much in those first four or five years. They constantly came through Boston and they were just a band I saw all the time. I'm like, well, Relying K is coming back. I'm not going to miss them. So I go every time.
0: They the rave in downtown Boston.
1: <laughs> they did. And they have seen Boston in the fall. Don't let that Veggie Tales, the Veggie Tales, made real K lie. It's a bunch of nonsense. So anyway, yeah, they they played through so much that I was constantly like, they, and they'd have their EPs, which are now a little bit more rare, like the Creepy mm-hmm. EP, which we have in front of us now, and the AD Two Thousand EP. So I was getting, so I not only had their records, I had all their in between records, right. EPs, and pressing on was the first song off the Creepy EP. Uh, which is, and then there's a back porch acoustic, but we're not talking about pressing on yet. We're still talking about kickoff.
0: Still talking about kickoff. Yeah, it's funny that you, and actually it's great that you own all of the EPs because I didn't own any of them. So I think that's why I really love Birds and the B-sides, was because that was my first introduction to a lot of those like EP songs. Mm-hmm.
1: So, Birds and the B-Sides came out, and actually, we'll talk about it. One of my favorite Relaying K EPs was the Employee of the Month EP. Mm-hmm. I listened to that constantly. Like Creepy EP, I definitely listened to a lot, uh, you know, enough, but Employee of the Month was one that was just in my CD player consistently, and I listened mm-hmm. to it over and over. So, when I heard some of those songs on the Birds and the B-Sides, I was actually upset because they kind of remixed them, and mm. we'll talk about that at the time, <laughs> but that's part of the reason why I didn't really listen to Birds and the B-Sides that much. Anyway, Kickoff. On Genius.com, contributor 45Adapter has let us know, the kickoff is traditionally the opening play of a game of football, <laughs> both American and otherwise. Likewise, this short song kicks off Reliant K's second album, The Anatomy of tongue and cheek period. And then there's a little picture of a football guy about to kick a football. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like we said about everything we can say about kickoff. Yep. I was trying to rack my brain and I was really looking online to see if they ever played this song live Mm -hmm. because obviously it's like a very album specific kind of song Right. because they're referencing the the CD. It's like a joke song that they probably did in the recording studio just to set a tone for the record. Right, right. And but I have and I can't really remember, but I do feel like one thing I know for sure is that when Reline K toured with Fiverr and Frenzy in 2001? Because this is because they toured shortly after 9/11, and this album, like I said, came out in August. Mm-hmm. And that tour that Reline K and Fiverr and Frenzy did was after 9/11 because they, like a lot of bands, had to do. They had to have a little talk, like a little right, speech, or right. like, well, we weren't yeah. we weren't sure if we'd be here. We weren't sure if we'd cancel, but no, we want to be here with all of you. And then it would actually, you know, it seems contrite now, and maybe say, and some people might not. Mm-hmm you may think it's corny but at the time it was like a thing so in line with the creepy ep that night relying k came up and they would this they had they had two shows they had one in boston which i can't remember exactly where it was um but the other one was in manchester new hampshire at a church at like a big church Mm-hmm. um that had like a like a co- like a legit sized coffee house some churches have coffee houses quote unquote and it's like the <laughs> right, basement right. where they like got a bar and they fill right. it with coffee stuff <laughs> like this place had an actual bar that had that, that had closed next to the oh, wow. or a restaurant or something or right, i think it was right. a bar that had closed next to the church so the church bought that location turned it into an actual venue where i saw a lot of bands that's where fiber and frenzy and relying k played that night and they came out dressed in like the cover of the Creepy EP has a little sheet oh, that's sheet boy, like a little ghost? sheet ghost boy. <laughs> a little a, sheet boy, a little sheet hey, boy. Hey, you a little sheet boy? <laughs> they came out dressed in this, and they danced to Thriller, which is a little rough now because we're an, we're an anti-Michael Jackson family right now, but. <laughs> In 2001, whatever, they came out dancing, just doing the thriller dance where you put the two right. arms yeah. up on one side yeah. and then back to the other. And then they got out and they played a song. And I'm like, did they play kickoff and say, hope you're not sick of Reliant K and all the shows we play. But I am i don't have a clear memory of them actually playing kickoff. I just think they did.
0: I mean, it makes sense. It works. Sorry, I've been distracted this whole time. I've just been thinking about Halloween. <laughs> the, the, the movie? The movie? Oh. <laughs> Because he's, yeah, he dresses he in the, going, the in the sheet. Yeah, PJ Souls, good times.
1: PJ Souls is dating the little sheet boy. Yes, the and sheet then boy. <laughs> the sheet boy, and then Michael Myers comes along and kills the sheet boy, and yes. then he turns into the sheet boy. Yes. And, and PJ Souls is like, what are you doing, sheet boy? <laughs> so, no, I could not find any proof that, although I didn't check Setlist FM, but when you get into early 2000s shows, Setlist FM is not reliable at yeah, all. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I actually, I tried to look at Setlist FM for my first ever Reliant K show in preparation for the podcast because I couldn't remember if I went to see them in 2004 or 2005 because I discovered them in like 04, right? For some reason, I thought that maybe I had seen them before Mm-hmm, but I didn't. I saw them during the Mm-hmm tour when they were actually touring with Good Charlotte and Simple Plan. Sweet. <laughs> it's a rockin' show. So I actually took my my best friend at the time for her birthday to the show and it was funny because we we almost left during good charlotte because like we were just there to see reliant k and they were the openers so <laughs> um but i went to see when that show was and first of all i thought that it was at house of blues at downtown disney it was not it was at hard rock live which was at uh universal so at least it it helped me jog that memory But yeah, I wanted to see what the set list was. Oh, specifically because I know that I've heard them play Wake Up Call. And I feel like they probably didn't play it at that show since it was like a mainstream tour. It was not, you know, like, because you and I have seen them a number of times now in all sorts of different venues. We've seen them a lot at different Christian music festivals. We've seen them here at the Palladium. Um... Where else have we seen them? So I wanted to see specifically what they played at that show. And mm-hmm. it just wasn't on set list FM, which right. I was super bummed about. But, and, but none of them were. Like, they didn't list, they listed like all of an album, all of one of Simple Plan's albums as well as the entirety of yeah. Good Charlotte's like most famous album, and I'm like, I know that they didn't like Good Charlotte only had the one album, end, so they might have, and they headlined, so they are they co-headlined, so like maybe they did play all those songs, but Simple Plan had already been around for a while, so I know that they didn't just play everything off the one album. I
1: think that one thing like Caselist FM is user generated, so it's probably like someone's like, oh, I was at that show, they played this album, yeah, they you know, yeah. because according to Cellist FM. They played it 10 times in the year 2000, but like one of these is Cornerstone 2002, which I watched on YouTube in preparation for tonight's discussion. And <laughs> at the very least, they don't open the set with it. So why would they play it in the middle? So I don't think that they really yeah, did. But yeah. it says that they played it in 2017 in Knoxville. Oh, well. which might be true because that's 2017 so you're getting into when setlist FM already exists yeah so at the mill and mine in Knoxville on Valentine's Day 2017 Oh, wow. maybe they just did it as like a special treat that night yeah but yeah that's kickoff it's a nice little it's like a, it's like a it's basically like letting you know that the 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 tone the temperature of the album temperature <laughs> yeah. is not a word I'm looking for but the tone of the album yes. it's like still fun. It's a good warm up. Yeah, it's a good warm up. It's just, and, and like I said, like right away, there is a m- marked, is it a word? I don't think so. There is a marked difference in like the quality of recording mm-hmm. between the first album and the second album. And because I like MXPX, I would note and you, you've probably not listened to their, you, you like MXPX through me, basically. Yes. Their first two albums, their first album is very like muddy and and a little, right. like, like you've heard it. Yeah. Yes. And their second album is a lot cleaner sounding, but it's still a little rough around the edges. Right, right. And then it's life in general that gets really good and professional yeah. and like there's there's barely any seams on that album. I feel like they Ryan K went from the first album with a lot of seams to this album being,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, really well produced. Yeah. So this song As much as it's fun, it does not, it didn't make a big impact on the zeitgeist. I did as much searching as I could for anything like covers and stuff. I did find like a few things like people put a lot of like video, like image slideshows to this, Mm -hmm. like personal thing, you know, personal pictures and then other things like here's a picture of Reliant K and here's a picture of something that represents what you're hearing in the lyrics. But there was a one lyric video I found, which I'll send to you right now. Okay. And you can go ahead and play that. (laughs)
0: Already. <laughs> Whoa, change fonts. What? what?
1: So basically, you're. You, I, I'm, I didn't lie, this is a lyric video, right? You're seeing the lyrics to the yes. song kickoff.
0: I'm seeing the lyrics to the song kickoff. And
1: what are you hearing?
0: I'm guessing Lakeisha Kruger's like own personal music. I love that this video only has three views.
1: <laughs> I did not notice that. I usually notice the amount of views. But I didn't <laughs> notice you, that this time. One's you,
0: one's
1: me. <laughs> I'm giving everyone a like, right? I'm giving. I try to give everyone a, a like that I uh, find. Wow, that's true. Reliant K kickoff. So this video is called Reliant K kickoff lyrics uploaded by Lakeisha Kruger, uh, October her, 23rd, 2016.
0: Her video? But I it mean, is sorry, not
1: but... <laughs> the song Kick Off by Ryan K. It's th-
0: her profile picture looks like she's like an aspiring indie musician of some kind. And then all of her uploads are just in this exact same... So there's like this this border, this uh-huh. very JPEG border. Yeah. With then... The lyrics inside of it.
1: Mm-hmm. I didn't dig that deeply into her account, so I'm glad you're doing it. But A lot yeah, of
0: Robert Plant.
1: So I guess her. You know
0: how call Robert Plant.
1: <laughs> you know how back in the day on Napster, you would take your crappy song that you couldn't put on Bandcamp because Bandcamp didn't exist any, it didn't exist yet. Mm-hmm. You'd make an MP3 of it and you'd label it like MXPX something rare song so that people would download it thinking it's a rare MXPX right, song. Right, This happened a lot to Weird Al. People would make their awful racist Oh, like no. sexual, dirty, X rated oh, parody no. songs, and then they label it Weird Al, <laughs> and then you download it, and it's like the most horribly racist thing you've ever heard. And people actually believed it was Weird Al because they didn't understand that these are awful people who have recorded these songs, just labeled it Weird Al so people would download it. Right. So I'm like- not saying Lakeisha is awful, but what I'm saying is she took her. EDM type of music and put it on a kickoff lyric video just to probably get ears. Although,
0: and then you know what? And all Roberts. So Robert Plant, Robert Pete Williams, and Robert Palmer.
1: You know what? I hate to say it, but this video does have three views. <laughs> and I know I saw it this morning. And I know we've watched it right now. So I don't oh, think, no. I think we're the only ones who have yeah. ever seen this video other than her, other than Lakeisha.
0: Robert Miles, wow, she really loves Roberts. Robert Lamb, <laughs> Robert King, Robert Johnson—are all of these people real? I'm gonna click on Robert Johnson, "Kindhearted Woman Blues" lyrics. Let's see what happens.
1: It's the same song. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so maybe that's not. Maybe what it... this is like. Maybe stock this is some and... bot oh. generated. Oh. Nope.
0: Oh. Yeah, I love it. Ooh, I'm gonna have to come back to this
1: profile. <laughs> maybe she was just going through the alphabet of like her entire MP3 collection <laughs> two years ago, yeah, maybe, and copy and pasting every root file name, yeah, in and her then C just drive.
0: Took, like as much generic, but she only got through
1: the R's, so she got to reliant <laughs> with an R E, and she then she got to Roberts <laughs> with R O's, because they're not alphabetical by last name; they're alphabetical by the file name.
0: Right, right.
1: Yeah, I think it's just—I think that's exactly what it is. Robert Goulet, Summer Sounds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I sent you another video. Oh, okay. And like I said, there are no real covers, but this is there. What I'm— one thing I'll—I'll I'll just do a little. Mention of is that there is a lot of K, of people just taking Reliant K and making music videos out mm-hmm. of it. I've discovered that we didn't find that with Helen McFly. We saw all the Back to the Future AMVs, but there's a lot of people who shoot stuff.
0: Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, goodness gracious!
1: It's shirtless children. <laughs>
0: oh no! But they're they ob- that's adorable. They're
1: little kids rocking out with their shirts off.
0: Yeah. This is like. A Proud two, parents. Yeah, a two, maybe three-year-old and we're jamming told, out on his little on his little kid drum set. That's cute. Yeah. We're
1: told he's rocking out to Reliant K, but this is obviously post-audio, so we don't know what they're actually rocking out to. That's true. And I found this, by the way, by searching for Reliant K. Mm-hmm. R-E-L-I-A-N-T. <sighs> I, w- I realized I need to al- always search for Reliant K to make sure I find some good stuff, because they did not type Reliant K in here at all, so I wouldn't have found it otherwise. And then let me see what, one other thing I wanted to send you, was someone did a little animation to the song.
0: So this poster, Rachel Plant, has all videos of her kids, and then a playlist she calls Prego Workout, with a lot of (laughs) prenatal (laughs) yoga. Nice.
1: That's good. 10 years ago, wow. Oh wow. She's an early adopter of uh, of technology.
0: Okay. Oh, wow. I mean, you don't really have to
1: play that. You know? <laughs> it's the same song every time. It's the
0: same song. So it's a little man running. Stick man. It's a little stick man running. <laughs>
1: <What>? <laughs> now he's got a microphone. Right?
0: He's got a microphone. It's Matt
1: <laughs> And then... When his hair was cut short. <laughs>
0: He runs up and like punches or kicks a guy who fl- throws the triple sixer. And then it says, Chris Dodge.
1: I don't know what this
0: open means. Open parentheses, foo! Exclamation point, end parentheses. Is back. Prepare for dot dot dot. The horrible ways to die, too! Exclamation point. Open parentheses. And more, close parentheses.
1: All, he, all this guy does is stick figure animations. But in 2008, apparently he had been on a bit of monkeys? a Monkeys? <laughs> yeah, it ends with the word monkeys. We have a friend named Bill, not the Bill that some of you out there know, a, a Bill our age who went to college, <laughs> who has a YouTube channel that he's been running for a decade now. And it's all and a lot of it is like personal Halo videos and stuff. And I try to watch his videos and I'm like, I have no idea what's going on because it's all inside joke stuff. So this guy made animations like 10 years ago and it seems to be the same thing inside jokes, possibly. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe if we dig deep, (laughs) we'll really get into it. Um, But yeah, that's about it. There's like I said, there's a lot of like slideshow music videos where just people put pictures together that they think match what you're hearing in the song. But nothing too crazy. No covers that I could find.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Which is awful. People get out there to kick off covers.
0: You know, we didn't think that we could do a full podcast just on kickoff. But we've we've been recording for over 30 minutes.
1: But I'm ready to talk about pressing on. Because there's plenty to talk about. So let us press on. So I talked about at the top the theme of this song... Just like how Hello McFly is sort of like a great way to start that particular album, because mm-hmm. although Hello McFly is overtly Christian in its references to God, it is not accusatory to anyone. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's, it's, it's not, um, it's more introspective. It's more about improving yourself. And it, it really is a universal theme where everyone knows it doesn't matter what religion you are, everyone's familiar with the concept of mm-hmm. actions speak louder than words. That's not a Christian exclusive concept. So with this album, Not Counting Kickoff, pressing on is another great not only is it like a not, and this time it's the single off of the album there was a music video for this mm-hmm. song but again it is a universal concept of forget the past move on with your life we you know you can't change mistakes that you've made or bad things that have happened to you or anything like that so you gotta press on and i think that that is, makes it a great song and this song a lot more than Hello, McFly is um, just based off of what I've seen from people making videos about it and stuff like that. It was it spoke to people a lot more probably because this album mm-hmm. was a lot better, mm-hmm. so a lot more people were probably introduced to Relanque in through this song. So uh, not as many Genius.com notes on this particular song. I, in fact, I don't think that there's really anything. Oh no, obviously there's reference to the last line, the last little sample, as it were. I'm sure this is on whosampled.com as well, but they basically take the final line, the final melody from the theme song for the Mary Tyler Moore show called Love is All Around by Sonny Curtis, <laughs> that classic songman. Um,
0: it's a great song. Yeah,
1: it's a great song. It's really catchy. It's really like, I, I love that opening chord, which I'm going to talk specifically about in a minute.
0: You're right. Everything about the Mary Tyler Moore theme song is perfect.
1: <laughs> it's such a great song. It is
0: such a great song. Joan Jett actually did a cover Uh of this song love is all around and that used to be like my wake-up tone (laughs) it was like my alarm in the morning Uh,
1: another thing i'll say about this song is that you look just like buddy holly
0: and i'm mary tyler moore
1: (laughs) that's not relying k (laughs) that's the non-christian relying k (laughs) um something about this song is that this sort of starts the trend this week, the trend. This starts the trend of another great relationship another kind of song we'll talk about. This song starts the trend of being about God, but using those uh, good old pronouns, so that that you know when you hear the song at first, you're not if you're not familiar with the fact that they're a Christian band, you kind of like can reinterpret it how you like, right? Which is something that not only do people do when hearing certain Christian bands who are looking for further success, mm-hmm. but something that I had done in my own like sometimes i would hear songs and be like oh this song's about god because there were a lot because i really only liked the the, we talked about it before in the last episode but i really liked all kinds of music i liked punk rock music and i liked pop punk and skate punk and all this stuff so when it came to me listening to christian bands because i was raised in a in a christian home i was like well these lyrics don't offend me <laughs> so it's just another genre of punk music i can listen to but even so sometimes songs that were about god and you think i would think they're about god because it's by a christian band mm-hmm. in a case like this it's like doesn't immediately spring to mind as religious and there were so many my, this was my point so many bands that i did listen to mm-hmm. like mxpx and other one and five arm frenzy not every song had to be about God. Right. Like a band like the Supertones, every single song is absolutely unquestionably about yes. religion and God and Christianity and yes. all of these themes. But I liked the bands. I like the Supertones. I love the Supertones. But I particularly used to like the bands that would, m- might sing about God, but would sing about other things as well. And that's a band like, really, yes. that's something Relic really K okay did. Yeah, so in a song like this, I didn't, the, the religious theme didn't immediately hit me. It's like, hey, we're pressing on, we're letting go of the past, but that's how like-
0: "Be My Escape" became a radio hit. <laughs> because it's like, wait a minute, are they talking about God? Or are they talking about a girl? And then like everybody caught wise after like a couple months, and they were like, wait a second, this is a Christian band, and then you didn't hear it on the radio anymore, which was a huge bummer.
1: Yeah, sad. But this was not unique to realign K. This was a formula that had been figured out. By the Christian record industry early on, one so but one lyrical thing that I was never sure about is the pro the problems fell out of the back of my mind. Not quite sure what that means. I mean, the problems fell out of your mind clearly, yeah. but I guess the the word back was just thrown in there to fit the syllable, fit the measure, right, Yeah. So, but just the idea of the problems falling out of the back of my mind, and I'm not, or maybe
0: I, maybe it's because you know how you you always have things nagging at the back of your mind mm. maybe his problems were always nagging at the back of his mind and he just let them fall away
1: maybe and i will say that i am i'm not a literalist when it comes to interpreting song lyrics in fact i like to keep things as unsolid as possible when i hear some when i hear mm-hmm. most lyrics but this was one case where i would hear this lyric and i would just imagine an exhaust pipe in the back of his head and it's like there goes the problems." So how do you feel about this song?
0: I really like the song. This was definitely a jam. <laughs> this was like a song that I would put on the first thing when I got in my car and like be like jumping and getting all like hyped for my day on my half a mile drive to school.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so one thing about this song is that I remember this record coming out and cruising around <laughs> don't, don't smile like I'm going to say something bad. <laughs> cruising around I Relying, you K, message oh, Relying oh. K message I you boards. Relying K message boards.
0: I thought this was going to be like... Because I just said about my car. Oh. I thought you were going to be like you were cruising around Boston doing something. I don't Blasting know. Blasting this
1: down the stairs. Yeah. Driving down Storo Drive. Yeah. Hey, drinking <laughs> my Dunkins. <laughs> hey, I'm a Bostonian here. That's not what we sound like. So... <laughs> being on a Relying K message board and... People talking about this song, mentioning that the opening of this song sounded like this. My
0: mom, my
1: dad. Come on, come on. Jessica looks puzzled. I
0: mean, I guess a little, but. Do you know what? you
1: know what song it is? No. You might recognize it when the singer starts. Sum Forty One.
0: Oh, yeah! I was not a big Sum Forty One fan. I
1: wasn't a big Sum Forty One fan either. I didn't own any CDs, but I did like. It was a band I would download. But at first somehow. Is that a
0: flagpole I, song? I no. have
1: no idea. This is makes no difference. Do you mean? Do you mean Harvey Danger, flagpole sitta? Yeah,
0: I know nothing Dun, about music. Nah.
1: I guess it's a nice <laughs> trilogy of songs. Flag pole makes no difference, press it on. I don't know, on. they used
0: it in, like, American Pie or something. I don't know.
1: Well, anyway, there was a thing where... Someone on a message board said, this sounds, song sounds like Makes No Difference by Sum 41. And I hadn't really heard that album. I definitely knew who Sum 41 was at that point, And mm-hmm. I think I liked some later albums better than the album that that song's off of. I'm right. not a huge Sum 41 fan. I do like, I don't hate them. I do like them. I just have never studied them.
0: Right. Yeah, I had a lot of friends who were really into Sum 41. So basically, I had a lot of friends who were really into the kind of music Danny was into at the time, which was right. like
1: so. When you met me, some of the bands that I liked, you were like like some bands like Goldfinger yeah. and Now Effects. You were like yeah. oh, those those bands re- no. those bands related in my mind to people that I don't really enjoy being around.
0: And the kind of people who so I listened to in high school. I would listen to a lot of movie soundtracks because movies are like things. so I love movies and I listen to a lot of the soundtracks um, from my different favorite stuff and I would listen to jazz and I was really into Michael Bublé and Frank Sinatra and I would get made fun of hardcore for liking old people music mm-hmm. and these were the people who listened to the bands that Danny was into so I just had this very sort of like and this is like still like five six years before you met
1: me at least so
0: no it was probably just a few because we met first first year of college
1: 2005 yeah
0: yeah so this was i mean this was during like okay. this was probably like 2002 through five
1: well anyway some 41 people some people online were like this sounds like some 41 i didn't really know because i hadn't been listening to some 41 yet so when reliant k came back through they played the axis in boston which is now no now no longer there <laughs> i went up to matt hoops by who by this time as I mentioned in a previous episode, like they were remembering my name every time me and my friend would see mm-hmm. them in, in each show that came through New England. I went up to Matt Hoops and he's like, hey, and I'm like, hey, how you doing this? Like, you know, some people were saying that pressing on sounds like <laughs> makes no difference because I had no self-awareness back then (laughs) it's not really necessarily something you say to people and i don't think and like you said it's like it sort of sounds the same but there's like a limited when it comes to that pop punk thing especially in the early 2000s like pop punk has opened up in terms of what like now but like bands like some uh some 41 five seconds of some 41 (laughs) and uh paramore and these bands that are labeled pop punk but really they're more like you know this is, so basically, pop punk is opened up in terms of what it can be. Like back then, there's like a mm-hmm. there's there's a little bit of a, a bucket everyone's working from, a trough mm. that they've all got to get their right. their faces into. And so I can understand how like a they, there can be parallel thinking. I didn't in this think thing. it sounded
0: that much like it. I no. mean, I guess they're like they used I don't know specifics, but they played some of the same chords, but it didn't sound like it.
1: Right, and I don't know. If I wish there was like a video of this day when I talked to Matt Hoops about this but I was like he's like, "Well, hold on, let me think." And he's like thinking about it and he's like basically like playing the song in his head. Oh,
0: that's really nice. Yeah,
1: and he's like, "I guess like it's a similar cadence or he said something." And then, and then, and then I slowly started to realize maybe I would offended him. I'm like, "Oh no, I'm not saying. I'm just saying oh, people are no. saying." <laughs> oh, no. And you know what? It was embarrassing, but I said, "Let's just press on. Let's let those <laughs> Thoughts fall out the back of my mind.
0: Are all your regrets going, going, gone?
1: They are. Now, one thing we didn't talk about with Helen McFly. I
0: regret that you did it.
1: <laughs> you regret it. Now you regret that I did it 19 years later. Um, <laughs> one thing we didn't talk about with Helen McFly, which we should do going forward with songs, is to sort of listen to the band playing them live. Mm-hmm. Maybe in different periods, so I just sent you Cornerstone 2002, pressing on. Okay. Ooh, a little extended part. Classic T-Son look in this video. Curly mop top. It's very
0: poopy.
1: And there's that buffalo that they used to bring on tour in the early 2000s. And I think it starts crowd surfing later in this video. So what do you think? Yeah, it's good. It's yeah. so sloppy and perfect. <laughs> yeah. Then I have one from 2003, which you could also watch. But I think. Oh, what happened?
0: Oh, you lost for a minute. Oh. There we go. All right, they're back into it. They're back into it.
1: So I will send you now. Let's compare 2017 Creation ooh. Fest full live stream. Now you'll have to pull up this video and then go to the description.
0: Oops. Okay,
1: because there is a show more in the description find the song we're talking about because they do a little bit of a mashup it's not really a mashup they basically just cut each song they do pressing on and chapstick nice
0: which we will talk about next week yes that's right These college kids are still, they're playing at Valley Forge University.
1: So it's fun, but Mm -hmm. to me, it's too clean now. You know what I mean? Like, I liked it a little bit.
0: Robert. I was gonna say they sound so good that like they've really perfected over the years. It's a, it's great.
1: I think it's a matter of taste because yeah. it's like I want them to just have a handle on their instruments. Right. I, I, I need room for improvement. I don't want them to be necessarily. You don't want good it to sound like do. you
0: don't want to go to to um a show and it just sounds like the album. You want it. You want a little. You want little extra yeah. and a little floppy. A little okay. a little
1: slip. A little slide. A little the a little the time is off just a little bit a little preview for next week
0: nice sort of like a medley
1: yeah it's more like a medley it's not a yeah. mashup yeah but we can certainly talk about a mashup. Oh, boy. Because, did you know, and I did not know this when I researched this song this morning, but as I was walking home from work, coming through the door, I was like, let me see if there's any like official covers or any other versions. Something we forgot to talk about was the acoustic version that's on the cre- oh, right, that's on yeah. the Creepy EP. We can go back to that. But basically, I was like, let me see if that version is on anything. I didn't find that, but instead, I found this.
0: Ah! Danny is so excitedly like bopping along across from me,
1: even though I'm not really a Toby Max fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh,
0: you
1: so that is. Something I never knew existed. I think it's from like 2005 or six or something. But basically there was a Christian compilation called Smash Ups. And it was a bunch of Christian CCM and alternative musicians had their songs mashed up by mm-hmm. someone. I had never heard of this. first. And as we talked about, I'm not really a CCM fan. Like the more Christian mm-hmm. your music is. But particularly, I was, you know, I never liked pop music. I've never been a optimist at any point in my life. <laughs> That's a, I did not make that phrase up. I've never been a optimist at any point in my life. so right you, so pop music, whatever is like the most mainstream has to win me for a particular reason. Mm-hmm. I'm sure pop music doesn't give a crap if it actually wins me or not. I'm just saying that's how I feel. When it comes to Christian contemporary CCM music, those big artists on the main stage, <laughs> like I felt the exact same way about them as I felt about the Backstreet Boys or whatever.
0: How dare you? Why would you bring the Backstreet Boys into this? Yes. Bite your tongue, sir.
1: <laughs> I apologize. But yeah, Toby Mac, the song Yours, mashed up with "Pressing on. Now, you, I won't make you listen to the song Yours by Toby Mac. I had not heard it before. It is Limp Biscuit. Flat oh. out. Toby Mac was like, Limp Biscuit's big. They're all about the nookie. I'm all about the Jesus Christ.
0: And we- parents don't want their kids listening to Limp Biscuit. So I will be the positive limp biscuit.
1: Yes, but just for this one album and/or song, because I did not listen to the rest of the album. He's one of the DC Talk guys, you know, right? Right. Yeah. Um,
0: and I, then I only know the Jesus Freak. That's the only DC Talk song that I know.
1: We didn't talk about the acoustic version, but we both heard it, so maybe we can drop in a clip
0: of it here. We're running, I'm never knowing, never knowing. Pressing on, pressing on All my distress is going, going, gone Pressing on, pressing on And I, I won't sit back and take this anymore Cause I'm done with that I've got one foot out the door And to go back where I was would just be wrong I'm pressing on
1: I had forgotten all about that version of the song, but I loved this version of the song as well because <laughs> I, like I said, I had the creepy EP, right? And I used to, and I'm, I'm sad that this isn't on the Beards and the B-Sides because that's part of the reason I forgot about oh, it for yeah. so long. And this isn't streaming on Spotify at least, and I don't know if it's on any other service.
0: It's not on Apple Music. But the
1: back porch acoustic version, where mm-hmm. you hear all like the summer sounds behind him, and yeah. I don't know if it's fake or not. I've never right. known that. But I used to love to listen to... it's like a to...
0: lawnmower yeah, and things like that. and it ends with That's like... that gotta a... be fake.
1: It probably is. I mean, they probably went and got some like... Right. Whatever you call it, room tone out ambient. to... Uh, ambient sounds of a summer somewhere and added it to the thing. But I used to like listening to that this song. And then it ends with like a minute of that ambient sound. Yeah. And I used to just sit there and listen to that ambient sound. I used to enjoy doing that. The, one of the guys from They Might Be Giants, John Linnell, he had an album called State Songs, and it ends with, it ends with a song called Nevada, which similarly, similarly, that is a word I cannot say, in a similar fashion. <laughs> I cannot say similarly, but I can say similar.
0: Similarly.
1: So in a similar fashion to that, the song Nevada by John Linnell ends with like a minute or two or three of just a marching band that was recorded at like some real... Mm. Parade, and that he, he kind of layers a studio song over a section of that. But I used to just listen to that Parade sound the same way I listen to this backyard stuff. So, that is a way to get to me. That's something people don't do anymore. This is something that I only know of two people who have done that
0: it. That and ska music. Oh
1: yeah. Oh man, if ska music was like <laughs> fakely <laughs> layered to sound like it's being played outside, I would just be. <laughs> Rocking right now. So I forgot to mention, because we've been recording and I saw it earlier, but you're wearing your Reliant K shirt tonight, so you're actually being very festive.
0: I am. I'm I'm specifically wearing my Reliant K Toronto Blue Jays shirt. Uh-huh. Because of the music video for "Pressing On," oh. Matt Thiessen is wearing a Toronto Blue Jays shirt oh. in that, and it's the exact same logo as the one on my shirt. It's just mine says Reliant K instead of Blue Jays.
1: I know I'm acting like we rehearsed this, but I'm actually surprised. I didn't know that's so why you did it. <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. I did not notice that. But um, yes, this was one of this. This is the first song we're talking about. That had a music video. Yes. Because Hello McFly was the lead off of the first album, but didn't have the video. Um,
0: no, Marilyn Manson ain't my girlfriend. No, then. and
1: we'll talk about that someday. <laughs> but a couple notes I have about this video. It's pretty simple. It's funny. It's, it's interesting. It's very colorful. Like, it's brightly lit, mm-hmm. saturated colors. It's just the guys getting out of a car, walking in slow motion as fans are mobbing them.
0: It's very 2001. It is. This group of people... Is like the whitest, most early 2000s group of people <laughs> I've ever seen. I guess that's what happens when you put out like an open casting call in Northeastern Ohio.
1: Was it set in Northeastern Ohio? I, don't I have know. no idea. That I have <laughs> no idea where
0: Reliant K lived in 2001. Or where they shot
1: the video. I or mean, where they could they have shot, shot the video, video anywhere. But I really like what whatever room they're playing in when it cuts to them playing, like that that hangar or whatever. The floor is all shiny and mm-hmm. stuff. One note I have is that the camera. Constantly moves to Brian Pittman,
0: yeah, it does. all the time, yeah.
1: And I was like, did his mom direct this video? <laughs> because it's one thing in a video. Sometimes you're like, oh, the camera's on the lead singer the most, and right. sometimes when there's a lot of like drum fills mm-hmm. it's typical for the camera to cut to the drummer during all those fills like these are the things that the camera usually goes to right. but it's another th- and to cut to that it's another thing when the camera's already on something and then you go over to the bass player right you're right. like okay then you're watching some of it, and then the camera's on something else and then it goes to the bass player and then they're walking outside and they're looking at one thing and then they go to the bass player constantly.
0: Yeah, they almost set him up as like.
1: There's not much hoops in this at all, no, actually. No, there isn't.
0: And they they almost set him up as like the dream body guy, right? Which is so weird because Teason's such a dream boat. I mean, no, they're all dream body, but like Teason is so dream And they definitely put an emphasis on Matt Teason in like the very beginning. But then, yeah, while they're playing, it really does gravitate over towards um, Brian Pittman.
1: Yeah. And I have two notes on this about pants. <laughs> and this is the first <laughs> is the little the little scene where the woman where the girl goes up or the woman goes up to Matt Thiessen while he's walking in slow motion uh-huh. and like tries to get his attention and they just like push past her yes. and then her friends are consoling her. When she first comes into the shot, it's just her butt. <laughs> and it's an early 2000s butt with like the pants down to yep. like below the hips. Yeah. And I'm like, this is a bit, this is a bit risque.
0: All the pants were like that, Danny. I know. You could not buy mom jeans in 2001. There's
1: an MXPX video from like 2004, for um, "Breathe Deep," where it's just a lot of early 2000s teen butts. I, <laughs> I swear, and I don't think they planned it that way, but it's just something about the early 2000s that girls were like, "Look at my butt." And that's what they were wearing
0: all the time. That's what the fashion was. I I, (laughs) Go ahead. I actually read this like I think it was a BuzzFeed article maybe. No, my mom sent it to me. Where it was like mistakes teenage girls made in the like early to mid two thousands and that was one of them. That Uh like they called it the whale tail, which was the like the like low slung hipster pants with the little bit of thong peeping out. I never did that. That was not my thing, but
1: Well, my last note on pants for this video, and it's my last note on the video, is that the whole time they're walking in slow motion towards something, right? Mm -hmm. And it gets a little funnier where the guy's like shirtless and he has Reliant K written on his shirt and he goes up and tries to hug them and then the security takes him away. Mm -hmm. And then they finally go slow motion through the door. And I had seen this video 20 years ago or whatever, and I couldn't remember what happens. I'm like, does something funny happen next? Is whatever they're going to, it's like something awful, but they're just going into a photo shoot. Yeah. But before they reveal it's a photo shoot, they walk in the door and the song ends. And then they all have this look on their face like the song ended. And I'm thinking like, oh, we're gonna find out they're not really famous. This was like, whatever. And they all start looking at their clothes and their pants and their crotch. They all start looking down confused at their pants. And I'm like, why do they all look down at their pants? And then they look up and the guy's like, hey, Reliant K, you're here, time for your photo shoot. Come on over. No time for water. But like, why is there this little cutaway, this little silent moment where they all just look at their pants and their torsos and look confused? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think we'll ever know. So... That's about all the official stuff released for the for the song. For this, I found a lot of covers. I found a lot of people's YouTube covers. I found a couple of people doing stuff on Bandcamp and SoundCloud. But maybe the most famous one, and this is a group we're going to be probably talking a lot about on this podcast, is, uh, is the String Quartet. Quar- is the String Quartet. What are they called, actually? I don't remember their full name. I have the video. Let me click it. It's okay you can leave this in. I don't care. The String Quartet Tribute, right? Yes. Is that their name? I had looked I them remember? up or, Oh, they're called the Vitamin String Quartet. That's right. I always thought it I always thought that they were like there's this thing called cover bots, especially on Spotify where it's just like these awful cheap covers hmm. that are basically mm-hmm. just there oh, yeah. to distract people from playing the actual song yes. so they can get the little the the, the fractions of pennies mm-hmm. off of real artists for these awful covers. I always thought Vitamin String Quartet was like another thing like that because sometimes when I would listen to it it sounded digital and fake to me Hmm. but apparently String Quartet is a legit actual quartet that has been around forever. They're based in Los Angeles and this is what they do. They just make covers of songs for a small amount of strings and I don't they picked Reliant K and there's a bunch of covers on this album but they have This one.
0: Yeah, I had a few songs off this album. It's it's actually kind of funny because I don't know if you know this. So my parents ended up getting us like a string quartet or there wasn't, there weren't four of them. There was like three of them. And
1: they bought you a string quartet? Yeah,
0: for our wedding. Oh,
1: Oh, for our wedding. For our wedding. I don't remember that
0: oh wow yeah so
1: there was was a very busy day it
0: was a very busy day there was a string quartet playing during the ceremony
1: oh i remember that
0: yes so i actually it i had wanted to just play this album (laughs) and then they were like no we're getting a string
1: quartet (laughs) they wouldn't let us do anything it's like we were still in high school we were in our 20s damn it (laughs) we wanted string light we wanted like a little proscenium of string lights to our, walk through our
0: wedding was really really beautiful. it was very
1: beautiful but, but your, yes we your had parents really were up. paying for it and they had a certain say on things that we wanted to do
0: <laughs> but yeah i wanted to set up like a boom box in the corner and just play the string quartet reliant k covers and they were like no
1: <laughs> well that would have been awesome
0: <laughs> um, and on brand
1: Very on brand. We would have had, but now we have a much better story to tell. Um, So there's a lot of, as I mentioned, covers. I guess we could start with something that I know you like: ukulele. Ooh. (laughs) Something that the internet loves to do and that you're a sucker for. We have. (laughs) It's true. First, we have. This is Avery Sarah.
0: She's great. Yeah. It was really good. She
1: loves teddy bears. Yeah. She has them all over her keyboard. Yep. Uh,
0: And Elvis. She's got a cool Elvis shirt.
1: But if you're like me and you're a big misogynist and you're just like, whoa. And you're just like, why do women have to have all the ukulele covers? Well, we can compare and contrast directly because I found two ukulele covers, one by a woman and one by a man. So let's listen to user 737 860093 with his pressing On Reliant K ukulele cover. I think we're going somewhere. We're on to something good here. Out of oh, mind, <laughs> i am hey, yeah. to keep my head on straight. I think we're going
0: somewhere. We're on to something good here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> There's only one thing left to do. Drop all I have. That was, yeah. you like Sarah Avery better?
0: Yeah. I love that he referred to this as an angsty cover. <laughs> did he? <laughs> yeah. It says from the 2001 album, Anatomy of Tongue and Cheek, here's an angsty cover of Reliant K's Pressing On. But that did not sound very sound angsty, angsty at to all. me, user 737860093. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We all have different ideas of angst. I, I like suppose. his Ant-Man
0: shirt, though. It's pretty awesome.
1: So there is a lot of just, like, people in their rooms, in their cursed early 2000s <laughs> rooms, covering this song. That's a such lot of a people popular thing, thing on YouTube. Yeah. That's, like,
0: that's a whole other section of YouTube.
1: Here's one that I thought you might be interested in. I had to cut a lot of these out. Like, I was finding so many people. And... More than just, like, the usual bass covers and guitar covers where people just play over the record. Like, I found a lot of people in their room covering the song for real. Uh, I sent you what I called Girl with Acoustic Guitar. <laughs> that was my note. I think we're going somewhere. We're is something good here. Out of my United States Trying to keep my head on straight I think we're going somewhere We're a something
0: good here There's only one thing left to do Drop all I have and go with you Somewhere back there I left my worries all behind Nice. Yeah.
1: thing. And so, yeah, if you felt like that was a pleasant little, you know, someone just kind of like yeah. taking this song and showing, you know, like getting their talent out there. Yeah, good well, job, Kate. Let's see what Katie and Danielle were able to do when they performed in their cap and gown at their
0: graduation. Oh, wow. Well, is this the same? Is Katie the same Kate that posted this video we just watched? Is she? I don't know. I'm asking. I haven't clicked into it yet.
1: No, she's not. She's a different Kate. This is from 2010. My sister and I performing your Lion K's, pressing on at our graduation. Really? We changed the lyrics up a bit. Enjoy. Oh. This is one of those dirty real <laughs> weird Uh-oh. Owl covers.
0: I hope
1: you the time of your life. <laughs> my laws fell out of the back of my mind. We're going to So far no change lyrics. We never know where we're going Because to go back to where I was just Oh they added a little the word two in there. They turn the song into 4 minutes and 46 seconds. <laughs> we don't have to do the whole thing. Yeah,
0: this is, sounds like a pretty cover.
1: Yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it, because to be perfectly honest, when I heard it, I felt a little embarrassed. Oh. I felt like that, I felt that sweaty paw, like, oh no, they're on oh, stage. I thought it was cute. It's nice, I guess. I'm just a hateful old man. <laughs> um, Although
0: I will say, I don't know, for some reason, maybe it's... Maybe if they're harmonizing or just their general presence. You know in that thing you do in the beginning of the movie where they've got like the owner's are about to go on stage. And there's like this like folksy girl group playing ahead of time. Mm-hmm. That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Well, there's a, I found a couple other covers that are, there's tons of acoustic covers. One called Johnny the Boy on Bandcamp. One called Joel Brandt. Also on Bandcamp, but you can, you you, people can check them out on their own, because there's too much here. I'm gonna give you what is undeniably like the most professional-looking cover that I found of this song, like from the presentation of the guy who's singing it to the recording to the video that he shot, and the fact that I will detail later of why I find this so <laughs> so entertaining
0: uh, oh it's not that bad Oh, okay, this is legit
1: paper rockets 2016 this seems to be like a legit cover guy who probably 13,000 subscribers 6,800 wait years.
0: is he playing my heart will go on Oh, this sounds way different. Hang on, I'm sorry. I need to start this over again because he's kind of noodling around in the beginning. 100% this is my heart will go on. (laughs) That's his kickoff. He was sick of Reliant K. Yeah.
1: I mean, this guy has a following. He's legit. He does not need the Sadie Hawkins pod bump.
0: Something good here Out of mind, out of state Try to keep my head on
1: straight I think we're going somewhere We're on something
0: good here There's only one thing left to do Drop all I have and go with you Somewhere back there I left my worries all behind my problems
1: will. I What do you think?
0: Yeah, that was nice.
1: It's nice. But what I love about it is that I don't know who, I'd never heard of this guy before, but he is like the second coming of Chris Caraba. In a sense, like he doesn't exactly look like Chris Caraba, but he, from Dashboard Confessional, like this is the...
0: Oh, that's who he sounds like.
1: This is... Because that's the thing online. You find so many people just doing like heartfelt Dashboard Confessional style covers. <laughs> it's like when you pick up a guitar, it's the first thing you can kind of figure out how to do. But to actually nail this... He's got the hair. he's got the, hair, yeah, he's, he's, got got the, the look. he's got the beard. He's got the green sh- t-shirt with no like extra stuff going on. He's like figured out the early two thousands look and and like perfectly matched it for twenty sixteen, like this the, like you know, I feel like nineties nostalgia is just really happening now in the world. When early two thousands nostalgia really kicks off, this guy is gonna be the king.
0: Yeah. Oh no one needs early two thousands nostalgia. <laughs> Let's just keep the the eighties and nineties trains rolling.
1: So that's about it for the covers. Like I said, there's some other stuff. Maybe I can post it online. But there are all, you know, that that was the pinnacle. Paper, Paper Rockets mm-hmm. is, like, the most professional one. So we can go on to sort of the weird stuff, which is... Which yes,
0: is, bring on the weird yeah. stuff. This is what I'm here for. I'm like, you keep playing these really nice, like, covers lovely, melodic d- covers yeah. that I can't really say anything about. You I'm don't want to, like, wanna, like hurt pretty. anyone's
1: feelings, even if you did feel critical of it, which you don't because you're... You're someone who builds people up, so how could you be critical? Um, did you know that this song was used in a number of movies? So I am really? sending yes. So I, uh, I mean, if you can call them movies.
0: Oh, okay. So. I'm just looking at the thumbnail of the thing you just said, and it's like a <laughs>
1: It's like a Dreamcast game. Yeah.
0: It's a, it's it's a, a sing- race car. It says Singular on the front.
1: This is called Reliant K pressing On. That's Rem- all it's called.
0: Remember Singular Wireless?
1: It's uploaded by Hey there, Daniel. It's not me, I swear.
0: Well no, they're talking to you. Racing Rodney around the block is one thing. Running in the regional what? Bring up all the best carters in the state. <laughs> what?
1: Two guys that look like they got rejected from Malcolm in the Middle are currently playing a race game in the arcade, talking to each other.
0: Oh, he beat him at the game! They put some real production value into this, whatever this is.
1: Yeah, this game, which I am assuming is fake. It kind of looks like Daytona USA, but I guess it's not. Oh, they're racing. Oh, my
0: gosh.
1: Oh, everyone's starting to gather around. Oh, my gosh. Is spiky-haired boy number one going <laughs> to beat spiky-haired boy number two? There's uh, a song. Hey,
0: he, Hey, you can't look at somebody else's screen. That's not how video <laughs> games work. It's blatant cheating. Yes. Nice job.
1: And who's that? Did you see him? The guy in the beanie hat?
0: I mean, I vaguely saw a dude in a beanie hat.
1: They'll cut back to him in a minute. Oh, the girl he. I, I, I might be a couple seconds behind. What is this? A music
0: video? What is no, this? No,
1: it's a scene from some awful children's movie that stars oh. Harlan Williams from Rocket Man and. Uh, oh my gosh, that is <laughs> who
0: that is! And
1: half baked. And he's dressed in sh- He's basically dressed like Jamie Kennedy from Malibu's Most Wanted. This, this video game has nothing, has no GUI. It has no graphical user interface, no like online text. It's just, I think it's just CGI. I think it's like someone's animation reel. Like, look, I can make cars crash into each other. Yeah, so this movie, here's the thing. I find this video on YouTube.
0: They got Singular to sign off on it.
1: I'm sure that took a lot of work. <laughs> but um, I find this video on YouTube. It's just called Relying K pressing on the co- the comment.
0: Whoa, what is this newspaper he's reading?
1: Oh, yeah, it's in what Russian. What language is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's either in Russian or it's just fake language.
0: This is so weird. <laughs> but they're speaking in English.
1: I feel like, I don't know. Maybe it's probably we have to watch this movie. We'll have to do a commentary about Cart Racer from 2003.
0: I love that the comment is just, this is a racing clip with Reliant K in the background. That's what I was
1: about to say. And I'm like, well, what's the movie? I had no idea. So I'm searching and I'm searching for this movie. I'm Googling lines of dialogue. I'm right. like, what is this movie? Finally, I see Harlan Williams in it. I'm like, okay, it's got Harlan Williams. I'm like, okay, so I'm looking at Harlan Williams. IMDb but the way IMDb is laid out now is you have to like open those those sections of like here's their TV credits And here's their movie credits and here's their directing and like all these separate things I'm like, oh my god, so I got to look through each one because I'm like this kind of looks like a TV show Like this could be a like a Disney movie or something. I have no idea what it is. It's called cart racer from 2003 I finally find it because I just google it. All it took was (laughs) all it took was Harlan Williams racing video game and finally I find this movie and it looks awful it's like a kids movie where 14 year old Watts Davies is estranged from his dad a former international karting federation champion Watts resolved to race in the upcoming IKF regional championships rekindles and unfortunately I'd have to click see full summary to know the rest but I'm
0: not going to do that right now I don't care so you did all that work to try and find out what this movie is <laughs> and I don't want to know the rest of it I just scrolled down to the comment section. Spencer Smith 7 years ago asked, "What movie th- is this?" And Thomas Harkins 4 months ago said, "Cart Racer 2003. You Not bad guy. for a made for TV movie."
1: You know what? I saw that comment that said, "What movie is this?" but I didn't see that there was a reply. Whatever, Jessica.
0: And then The Bad Wolf 9 years ago said, "Crazy, this newspaper is Greek." Greek. LOL. That so answered, Greek. "Thank
1: you Bad Wolf." So not only was this song used in that movie, but it was also used in an episode of Power Rangers Ninja Storm. But I could not find a clip from this. (laughs) But I know the episode, so maybe in the future I will find the DVD of that and rip it. And I don't own the DVD. Brian
0: K. was in a Power Rangers show?
1: Apparently, this and some other song that I didn't write down, and I'm not going back to the website to find. Oh man,
0: that's awesome.
1: But they were also... They were also in a 2005 episode of Scooby-Doo. I wish that they were. No, they weren't in it as themselves. Just the song was used in a running around.
0: Pressing on? Yes. Wow.
1: (laughs) You're so excited. Oh, man,
0: that's so cool. There's there's so much history to this song that I I didn't know. uh,
1: Episode 12, season 3, What's New Scooby-Doo? Well, Scooby and Shaggy and we don't have to watch it because it's just the song. But you can watch it. I want to watch it. If you want to watch it. Yeah, I just sent it to you. It's just them running around being chased by some sort of golden monster. I mean, this isn't that surprising because I remember one of the... I remember the hippos being in a thing like this. I think MXPX... Oh, well, MXPX did the theme song for the movie. But this is just pressing on. I think at the time, like... Because, you know, classic Scooby-Doo, they would have some god-awful... 70s pop song that they recorded while they were yeah. running around they did the same formula for this show but they would take actual songs that's from... so
0: crazy yeah. I love it oh there's puppies
1: oh yeah they're, just an they're
0: like escape. Scooby Scouts or something <laughs> it looks like
1: if they're not called Scooby Scouts <laughs> you have to copyright that immediately <laughs> and sell it to the Hanna-Barbera company Scooby Scouts that's great um, so one thing I'm learning about relying K by digging into YouTube stuff about relying K is that Christian kids in the early and mid-2000s loved to play Relying K songs and just pretend to do air guitar or use a tennis racket in front of the camera, whether this is in their <laughs> creepy, cursed bedrooms or their grandmother's living rooms where they had their computer, or if it's like in a youth group... And they're like in, in one of those like industrial park churches. <laughs> People just love this stuff. I don't even know. I have so many of these and we're, oh we've gosh. already recorded so much. Let me send you one. <laughs> this is more of a cover. I could have put this in the cover section, but this is two girls just kind of jamming out oh, yeah. in their bedroom. This is right before Michael Sarah got one of them pregnant. Oh, it's very Juno. <laughs>
0: they are adorable. You leave them alone. They're nice. They're having a sleepover. They're in like PJ pants and their oversized tees. It's adorable.
1: Nine likes, 11 dislikes. What the...
0: They're getting a like They're getting... And they
1: just got a... Well, we're both logged in as Sadie Hawkins pod right now.
0: No, I think I'm just logged in as me. Oh, okay. Good. Man, thank goodness I was a technophobe (laughs) as a teenager because I 100% have videos like this (laughs) of just like me and another friend. so I played the drums for four years during high school and... There's definitely like Ashley Simpson covers done by myself and a friend on of DV mine, tapes and yeah, and
1: hi-8 tapes uh,
0: on mini TV tapes, and like I'd play the drums and she'd play guitar, and yeah.
1: Well, I sent you another one. This is this goes in the file under C for cute. Aww. Because this is a little girl. Aww. <laughs> She might be, like, seven or eight. Could be a little older. Ten. Ten? Oh, yeah, there it is. That's right in the title. And ready?
0: I think we're going somewhere. To... Aww. <laughs>
1: They're, doing a little music video. It's so cute. they're running around their park, their municipal areas, they're at the town pool. Wherever they live, it's definitely a notch up from Napoleon Dynamite. Like they don't have to work at the chicken farm or anything like that. Oh,
0: hey, good Jess. job, Mary Kate Cooper.
1: <laughs> Can I ask you something? Yeah. Have a safe and fun summer.
0: I love it. Mary Kate is
1: definitely having a safe and fun summer. That's
0: great. I love it. Thumbs up. Nine thousand views. That's pretty good. Oh, she's got a bunch. She's seventeen now because the this was uploaded seven years ago. Oh my gosh! Call me maybe came out six years ago. <laughs> Whoa.
1: You know, I I said I don't like drum covers and guitar covers because mm-hmm. it's just listening to the album with the uh, while they play over it. Mm-hmm. But there is one drum cover which I think is pretty awesome. So maybe you just want to check this one out. Okay. Maybe don't wear your headphones when you yeah. play it.
0: <laughs> oh, wow.
1: What's the matter? We're rocking and rolling. Turn it up. Come on, play that music loud.
0: Again, thank goodness I was a technophobe. It is
1: so loud. It is super blown out. And somehow it's seven minutes. I didn't watch this. I just wanted to play it because Mike Doble.
0: Look, he needs that five-minute drum solo.
1: Purple 0717 on YouTube. Five subscribers. Well, let's say you got six now, (laughs) actually. I'm not afraid to, like, comment or follow anybody because they'll be, like, they'll delete their videos. They'll be like, I don't want the attention.
0: Pimped out new Xbox 360 with 426 Hemi and Nas tank. I don't know what that is, but
1: good job. You can, uh this one, I'm just going to spoil. It's some people doing that upside down chin thing. You could just look at the thumbnail, to be honest, oh, and you yeah. get it. Yeah. But they didn't... They're not doing it over the actual song. Like, somebody else in the room is playing guitar and they're singing the actual song. Oh, that's cool. It's fun, but I don't know how much we want to say about it.
0: Man, I can't believe there's so many covers of this song. Uh,
1: When we started recording this podcast about three days ago... During kickoff, I played that video for you of those two shirtless children rocking out with the little cardboard guitars Yes. to kick off. Well, that seems to be a theme for the whole album. I hope we find one for every Anatomy of Tongue in Cheek song because here's another one with another little boy shirtless.
0: Kids don't like wearing clothes, Danny. It's just the way it is.
1: And this one's fun because the mom had the camera up and down. Yes, I see that. I see the thumbnail
0: that it's, yeah.
1: And this is, from 20, this is from 2012, so, I mean, you know, this is the pinnacle of people not knowing if they're taking videos up and down or left and right. Right. And then you hit record when you don't know which way your phone's orientated. Yeah. Orientated? Whatever. Um, let's see how much more I have. Okay, I only have four more notes. you oh want to get gosh. through this?
0: Let's press on, Dan. Let's
1: press on. Let's not worry about the past and press on. So, I don't know how into competition shows you were.
0: Uh, not at all.
1: Well, you if you watched America's Got Talent, you might have seen that one band playing "Pressing On by Reliant K. Oh, wow. Which, by the way, you didn't, because this was just their audition tape. And mm. I, as far as I know, I have no idea if they were. I didn't look into it.
0: The red shirt looks vaguely you like you. Shut course. up. I <laughs> would really love to be on America's video.
1: Because. Oh, we've got this, this isn't fun anymore.
0: <laughs> Took it too far. To go
1: back to where I was <laughs> would just be alone. I'm pressing on, pressing on. My distress is going, going, gone. Can you imagine being David Hasselhoff or something? And it's like, you're playing what? You're playing R- R- Reliant <laughs> Who? I have no idea. What are you doing? Who hosts that show? I have no idea. Nick Cannon? Nick Cannon? <laughs> I feel like if anyone knows who Reliant K is, Nick Cannon would have some idea.
0: Isn't <laughs> some idea. Howie Mandel on one of those?
1: Yeah, I think he's on that one. So that's cute, but I'm sorry. Like that, I just feel like that's the worst... You can stop that. I just feel like that's the, the like, they're fine. Like, they're not, they're not fantastic.
0: They, they feel like a, like a family Christian band. Yeah, they're
1: a family Christian band. And, and like, the harmonies aren't perfect, but like, I'm sorry, using Pressing On by Relying K for your America's Got Talent audition doesn't jibe for me. It doesn't, like, there's gotta be something else You're They get so have opinionated. I am so opinionated. I'm a real son of a gun. Um, Let's see what else we got here. Oh, there's a, there's a, like a there's like a 13 year old boy who, on a close up of the fretboard, teaches you how to play the song. He's like, he's like, put oh your nice. hand here, and put later. your hand there. You want me to send it to you? No, I'm good. Okay. Thanks. So. <laughs> um, here's another mid 2000s.
0: Oh, I forgot to give them a like. I gotta go back.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> Everybody gets a like. You all tried, and I love you for it, and you succeeded. Okay, next one.
1: So, let's see. 86 views for Labie Studios 2016. This is pretty recent. And um, 200 views. I think this is just a song. Uh, so, it's just this girl, and she's got this really blown out video. Color-wise blown out. She's basically the
0: next Christian. a lot of fun uh, like animation going on here. Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> All up in your face. She's yeah. right up in the face, right up in the camera, singing the song. She's the next Kristen Wiig or Lauren Lapkus. She's like a she's like a young comedian.
0: She held up a post-it note that says something about North Dakota, I
1: think. This is fun. This is something you would have done and I would have seen it. And you'd 100%. be like, I hate this. And I'd yeah. be like, this
0: is cute. Yep. Absolutely. Again... Thank goodness I was a technophobe and did not know that YouTube existed This is 2016.
1: <laughs> this is 2016. <laughs> she's not a technophobe. Yeah,
0: but she's like a teenager.
1: Uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, Maybe she's in her 20s. And as I mentioned earlier, I'm not a literalist when it comes to lyrics, but she does interpret pressing on as pressing an on button.
0: <laughs> yeah, I saw that, but I was watching it without the music, so I, I sort of forgot what I was watching and listening to. I get
1: it. It's fun. But we can finally, whatever the opposite of kickoff is, we can finally end this journey.
0: Kick off this podcast?
1: With a video that puts all of these music videos, oh, even the main one by Relying K, completely to shame. Oh
0: boy.
1: <sighs> Possibly the greatest music video of all time. Oh I, my goodness. I, I think us. this was directed by a young David Fincher.
0: This is pretty amazing.
1: This is uh, After Effects John, and he really lives up to his name because he's playing on top of a photo of a of a chess, of board. A chess board.
0: And all these very think- uh, like early to mid two thousands dudes. Two thousand seven. Okay.
1: He's at the library. Somebody stole all the books because the shelves are empty. He fell down. He's dead apparently.
0: at the playground and oh, each of the guys is popping out of a different part of the uh, playset. set. One guy's coming. How out, does like, that
1: happen? That's like magic. How can they keep what? He <laughs> appeared from a pole, but he's not on the other side of the pole. And it's like the worst keying you can imagine.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> if, <laughs> I wonder if two of them are brothers because they look identical, but maybe assume they assume just first both they have were all just him. hair.
1: I've been assuming they're all him. But oh, there might be two of them. I think there are at least two of them.
0: Oh, I don't know. Great job on your. After he's Reflex running around project. on the
1: street, and he's about to find twelve bricks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, he's gonna get run over by that car. That car that is obviously in the exact same shadow and light as
0: him. Oh my gosh, this is the only video from After Effects, John. <laughs> <laughs> did, I'm sorry, Danny. Again, I, to, I did not I click on any already. <laughs> The description for this is homemade music video. Well, that's great. Good job, After Effects John.
1: If only he kept pressing on, we'd have more from After Effects John. We got to get him on the podcast. Did you and
0: Johnny ever do any uh, Reliant K music videos? Seems like the kind of thing you would do.
1: No, we didn't. I did a music video for my friend's band, and then I did a music video for their bassist Uh, solo? Yeah, I know. That's why I asked. (laughs) Maybe someday the world will see that. I mean, it's out out there. It's on YouTube now, but I'm not pointing anyone to it, because I'm pressing on. I'm looking for new projects. Um, But yeah, that's about it. That is it for kickoff and pressing on our first magnum opus. (laughs) (laughs) There's still tons more, and at some point I might... I was actually looking to... Oh my god start the Sadie Hawkins Pod YouTube channel where where you know we'll upload the episodes, but also you'll be able to go to the playlists on my YouTube channel, our mm-hmm. YouTube channel that I'm creating and see all these videos that I found. I also kind of want to go through and digitally rip every one of these before people start taking, I'm just afraid people will start taking them down because they're like, we're not being that mean, but am I mean? Why are you just looking at your computer? Say something.